There's no excuse for this. None. Zero. A threat to Pierre Pauliev's wife, Anna, from Jeremy McKenzie, founder of Diagonal. What is Diagonal? It's a fictional country. It's a movement, a far-right movement that has a black flag. You probably see them at these far-right rallies with a white stripe through it, diagonally. He says it's just some fictional campaign, but this guy, Jeremy McKenzie, who actually served in the military, just to give you a little background before I read his disgraceful podcast. This is a Nova Scotia guy. He's 36 or 37. He's an anti-masker. He's an anti-vaxxer. And he's, he was arraigned on 12 firearm charges in Picto, Nova Scotia back in June. And then in Port Hawkesbury, when RCMP officers found five restricted firearms, prohibited magazines, body armor, and ammunition there. Oh, yeah, this guy, Jeremy McKenzie's a bad guy. He thinks he's a big shot. He's a big mouth where he talks about beating people up. He threatens people. He takes on journalists. He marched with this guy, James Topp, who was on this program, Remember? James Topp, the guy that marched across Canada, the anti-vaxxer. James Topp appears on McKenzie's program all the time. I talked to him about that. James Topp, uh, this guy McKenzie, walked with him. And then he went and shook hands with Pierre Polyev at an event. And he got, there's big news about it. But now on a podcast, Jeremy McKenzie has threatened to gang rape Pierre Polyev's wife. And Pierre Polyev wrote this. This weekend I became aware of disgusting comments made by Jeremy McKenzie and another man where they discussed sexually assaulting my wife. These men are dirtbags. He's right. Frankly, like most Canadians, until about a month ago, I'd never heard of Diagonal and these losers. They're all odious. My office has referred these comments to the RCMP to assess whether criminal charges should be laid. This kind of garbage has no place in Canada. No one should face this abuse. Police can attack or people can attack my politics. They can call me names. They can protest my ideas. But threatening my wife and family is appalling. I will not tolerate. Leave my family alone. He's right. Jerry Agar on News Talk 1010 spoke to Jeff Hirschberg, a Toronto criminal lawyer, and the question is: Does the do these disgraceful, vile? Um, comments lead to charges, and uh, here's what the lawyer said. We seem to know who is the one who, who said it, when it was said, where he uh, possibly was, uh, presumably in Canada at the time, especially if he's on conditions. Um, the, the question is whether it was meant to be taken seriously as a threat. That's the biggest hurdle that would come. But the fact that he's on conditions, you'd have to see what the conditions say to see whether this could be a breach of those conditions. Yeah, and it could be defended as political commentary or protected speech. Let me bring in a guy who knows this file better than anyone, Justin Ling, freelance investigator, investigative journalist. Justin, you followed this um, Jeremy McKenzie. First of all, what did you make of of the comments he made, and and are are they in line with what he has said before? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, nothing surprises me about about those comments, about the the video he recorded. I mean, this was... 
done on a live stream with some of his diagonal compatriots. I think if it wasn't last night or the night before. Um, and this is part of the course. I mean, this this is how they talk. I mean, this is this is the sort of world they they live in, right? I mean, this is emblematic of an increasingly deranged far right movement in this country. These are guys who. Um, you know, for starters, believe that the COVID-19 vaccination campaign is a, a genocidal attempt um, to, to, to decrease the population. Um, they believe a civil war is, is coming and that they need to train so that they can fight their way to freedom. Um, you know, they, they, they romanticize living off of the grid, uh, detaching from government and society entirely in a well-fortified, well-armed um, little commune. Um, you know, they are intensely homophobic. Um, they are quite often sexist. And all of this is often couched in this sort of perpetual irony, right? Everything they say, you're not allowed to take seriously because they'll turn around and say, oh, well, it's just a joke. Diagonal is a made up thing. It's just this, it's a joke of country. Oh, we weren't serious. I mean, he's even you know, in the last couple of hours um, after Paulie ever released that statement, put out a series of messages saying, oh, I'm just a comedian. It was all just a joke. You're all paying attention to the wrong things. Um, and, and this is how he attracts followers. I mean, he trolls the media into talking about it. Um, he trolls politicians into having to talk about him. And then he flips it around and saying, it gets to say, we played you, we played you, we're so clever. I, I mean, this guy leads um, an organization that, or a loose-knit movement um, that is increasingly trying to, you know, radicalize people against everything. The media, the establishment, the status quo, society, the media. And he's, being, he's really effective at it. And this is just another um, sort of step in that direction. Speaking to Justin Ling about these comments. I know I saw his comments, oh, this is just a joke. I've said this about many people, so what? I mean, this guy, first of all, he's up on charges for restricted firearms. But he is a, he's a figure, and he's been associated with, you know, it's very, like, I got to be honest, Justin, and, I, and I, I guess I need your advice a bit. It's hard to cover this stuff because no one deserves this. Mr. Polyev and his wife um, are victims and targets of the worst, most disgusting, vile type of comments, and no one deserves it, least of all them. By the same token, we would be remiss to say that Jeremy McKenzie has not gone out of his way to associate himself with Mr. Polyev, going to his rally, shaking his hand. Mr. Polyev denied he'd ever heard of him. They both marched with James Topp. Uh, James Topp was is a regular guest on Jeremy McKenzie's show. So, you know, th- it's not like they're not in the same world sometimes. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I mean, it's difficult. This is incredibly difficult to parse out because on one hand, um, Pierre Polyev and his wife, they don't deserve this. This is, you know, this is, nobody in politics deserves this. This is disgusting. And I thought his statement hit the notes quite right. Uh, but also... It shouldn't take his family getting threatened for him to do this. He has sort of roundly, you know, uh, in a roundabout way, denounced McKenzie and sort of said, I've never heard about him. I don't know who he is, but he sounds like a bad guy before. But Pierre Polyev has also run a campaign meant to attract, if not McKenzie himself, people like McKenzie, people around McKenzie. I mean, his fervent endorsement of the convoy meant endorsing people like McKenzie. McKenzie was there at the convoy. His, his, his compatriots 
uh, from Diagon, who who they did training camps with together, who they um, went and did target practice in the woods together, they did survivalist training together. Those quote unquote members of Diagon or followers or whatever were arrested in Coots, Alberta, and charged with the plot to murder RCMP officers. This isn't a game. These people are not doing this just for you know the jokes of it. Some of these people are quite serious. I mean, like you noted, Jimmy McKenzie has a habit of collecting illegal firearms. He has military training. I mean, he's talked sort of openly about the time that will come in the near future when the state falls and we're all going to have to pick up arms. These people are not just jokesters and pranksters. Some of them are outright extremists. I mean, try and imagine a world where Justin Trudeau was, you know, openly hanging around with and talking to and and sort of um, reluctant to denounce folks who were talking this way around the Islamic State, right? It it would be unconscionable. It would be disqualifying from politics to have somebody who's out there, you know, recruiting for an Islamic State offshoot or something like that. Maybe the parallel is not perfect, but nevertheless, I mean, Pierre Poliev has, has toyed, he's played footsie with people like this for months and, 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 Giving them this attention, giving so, them this platform has had really negative consequences. Right. And I'm speaking to Justin Link. Nobody's saying, therefore, they deserve this. This is not you asked for this. Not. And I don't believe that. Justin doesn't believe no. that. But we, but it's complicated. What I'm going to do is take a break. I want to hear from you, one 855 and 710-10, how to deal with this. Justin, if you can stay... Uh, I, I don't know how your day is. I'm, I'd love to continue to have you on the, on the line and, and talk more about this. If not... I'll see you on Power Play tonight, folks, but much more on this on the other side. It was almost the most disgusting thing you could possibly hear. A bunch of guys, one guy, Jeremy McKenzie, thinks he's some kind of hotshot leader of some podcast. He's veteran of the Canadian military, shows up at rallies shaking hands with Pierre Polyev. And then he and a bunch of his crew who purvey some fictional country of Diagalon, which is essentially their version, some some North American version of a white society, I think. Always says, always just, just pranking everyone. But he was on his podcast threatening to gang rape Pierre Polyev's wife, Anna. Pierre Polyev tweets out that he became aware of the disgusting comments where they discussed sexually assaulting my wife. He called the guys dirtbags. He called them losers. He said he's never heard of Diagalon. He's clearly heard of them, he said, a month ago. But he's referred the comments to the RCMP. Now, Justin Ling, an investigative journalist who's done a lot of work on Jeremy McKenzie and a lot of these sort of far-right folks who emerged during covid they got a voice. They attached themselves. Again, we got to be careful here because there's a lot of people that didn't like vaccine mandates. That doesn't mean they're all followers of Jeremy McKenzie. This is the thing. It's uh, people. I told you this. My my remora theory on the, on the great shark of any controversial movement. The remora, those fish, those suction fish, attach themselves to it to try to glide along with the bigger issue. And this is what this guy is. He's a sucker fish trying to attach himself to movements to try to use the momentum. And Justin's been commenting on this. And you can, you can call me 
at 1-855-633-1010 or 71010. What do you think should happen to Jeremy McKenzie? Should charges be laid for this? Is it just a joke? Do you take this seriously? Is this part of another movement? 1-855-633-1010 or 71010. Justin, do we dismiss this as just one guy and a saying something gross and the RCMP can assess or, or, or is there a larger thing going on here that we got to pay attention to? I, I mean, I think there's clearly a, a larger problem here. I, I, I don't think there's a great basis for laying charges. He's going to claim this was meant in jest. He's going to claim he's being satirical or just joking or whatever, that it was not a direct threat. And, and frankly, I, I would be surprised if a prosecutor decided to forge ahead on charges. Just the same. He's, I mean, it, it could be that he's violated his bail conditions. That is possible. Um, you know, he, the thing is, he's already facing a litany of charges. Um, you know, I don't think he's afraid much of what you know legal consequences he could be facing. Um, and and he's not the only one. I mean, you know, this this movement. I mean, he was on this this stream with uh, I think one or two of his of his buddies, and there's a handful of others who are kind of the leadership of this of this organization. They, you know, and there's there's no, numerous other streamers and influencers who, um, if anything, are probably more hardline than McKenzie is in many ways. So, no, I mean, you know, laying charges against him doesn't fix this. But thing. is he, I don't, I don't think it fixes it either. But I do, I, I'm intrigued, like, you and I were talking, the complexities of this, because they keep attaching themselves to other movements, including, by the way, ironically, Mr. Polyev's own theories. And here we are on the day that the mask mandate, like here we are, you know, March 2020, the WHO declares a global pandemic on the 11th of March. Here we are on the 26th of September, mask mandates on planes and airplanes are dropped. The border vaccines, so essentially it's over this extraordinary period of history. And we can debate whether it should be or not, doesn't matter. But in that interregnum period, the you know 14,234 Canadians lost their lives to COVID. And this movement, this freedom movement kind of sprung to life on one side mainstream politically with Mr. Polyev winning the leadership. But then these fringers like Jeremy McKenzie have emerged as well. Are they, you know, is this the beginning of a very dangerous movement? Potentially, yeah. I mean, there's, and there's a variety of reasons why it's getting worse, particularly in Canada. I mean, let's be blunt. The prime minister demonizing uh, all people who are vaccine skeptical or anti-vaccine and even some of those who are vaccinated as white supremacists and radicals and all this, that didn't help. That had only pushed people further into these margins, right? Pierre Polyev relying on their sort of uh, excitement and organization and fundraising, which is clearly what he was doing in his leadership race, um, you know, gave them standing and gave them confidence and encouraged them. Um, you know, politicians have been using these people right, for their own ends, whether it's Trudeau or whether it's Polyev. And that has exacerbated all of these problems. And there are numerous other people in this space, um, you know, leveraging the, 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 the fervor here for their own ends. Uh, you, you know, Ezra Levant and the Rebel News are, are feeding into this fire constantly. Um, and you're right that not everybody here is is bad or evil. I mean, many of them are very, very thoughtful, sensitive, wonderful people who just happen to have some bad opinions about vaccines, and that's okay. But at the very margins of this, the intensity and the anger and the vitriol is yeah. getting very, very dangerous. Let's bring on Jim. He's calling in from Leamington. What's up, Jim? 
as I understand the law, harassment is based on the effect of the statement of the on the uh, victim and not on the intent of the accuser. So he can say, oh, I was just kidding, I didn't mean it. He can say that all he wants, but it doesn't mean a thing in the Canadian courts. I, I have a feeling he's really going to pay for this statement. Uh, and, and the other thing is, Pierre Polyev cozying up to these guys is, in my opinion, a, a, an election blunder. He'll never get uh, a good amount of votes from people that support that. It's, it's, it's a... It's a blunder, in, in my opinion, like like him saying that we should attach the Canadian economy to the uh, the uh, cyber uh, the crypto. economy. You know, like yeah, yeah, the crypto. It's, Jim, it's just, dumb blunders. Um, just two things, and I'll bring on Rhonda, and you're on as well, Jim. I appreciate the comment. Uh, we did talk to a lawyer at uh, Newstalk 1010, and you know there are defensible issues on. This is not political commentary because. It's his wife. She's not an elected official, but it could be, um, you know, that could be a defense. It could be protected speech and it could be. So, look, I'm not going to weigh in on whether or not this is actionable or not, but I think you're right. It's a mistake um, for sure on that. Um, I guess I got Rhonda. What's up, Rhonda? You're in Amherstburg. Hi, Evan. How are you? I'm good. It's hard to hear you. Go for it. What's on your mind? Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I just have to say, um, I'm part of the uh, freedom movement, and uh, I'm on the right. But listen, um, there, none of us, none of us support this guy, this Jeremy Clown. We, we do not have those beliefs. We may not um, believe in uh, vaccine mandates or vaccine passports. We don't believe in that. I mean, this guy is totally not a part of us. Well, Ron, I appreciate the call. And by the way, I got Thomas saying the same thing. And just just because I got a minute here, I think that's really important. Of course, we we don't generalize on this program. But I do think, and and Justin, I got about 30 seconds or a minute here. But, you know, I always said, like, when you jump on someone's truck, you got to make sure you know where it's going and you got to be sure you know who you're picking up along the way because those things carry a lot of folks and, and and it was carrying a lot of agendas that movement not all of them bad but Mackenzie certainly was yeah i mean i mean listen i like i say i think many people who came out to the the freedom convoys um did so with the best of intentions <clears throat> but let's be real the the phrase trudeau for treason was everywhere you know people talking about arresting politicians and public health officials putting them up on, on a tribunal a new nuremberg trial for our politics you know that stuff carries consequences you can be against the vaccines fine but let's not start talking about you know show trials to to try every politician for treason i mean this is the end result of that where it's, it's become normalized talking about you know, sexually assaulting um polyev's wife that is a natural extension from from that kind yeah. of language so yeah uh, fine continue the movement against vaccines but but leave that sort of stuff yeah. out of it. Uh, justin will be joining on uh, ctv's power play justin thanks for this i gotta do, take a short break lots more to come on the big show stay with us